Hello and welcome to season two of the Coming Down to Earth with Spirit podcast with me, David Hale. Like with season one, we will continue talking about all things spiritual in a real and down to earth way. So I hope you can join me on my podcast journey so you can learn from my own spiritual journey and experiences with spirit in order to help you on your own spiritual journey and development. So join me now as we get into this episode. Hello everybody, happy December. Can you believe we're in December already? Can you believe how quick this year has gone? I don't know about you, but for me, it has flown past. But here we are. It's nearly Christmas and nearly time for a new year. But before the new year comes, we've got a couple of more episodes left for 2023. And in this episode, I wanted to um, talk about something which Spirit had been inspiring me to talk about. And I used this topic as, um, as an address for a service that I did for a church online. And it's something that came to me through meditation uh, last week. And then a few days later, um, when I was trying to go to sleep at half past one in the morning, my brain had other ideas and would not switch off. And at that moment, spirit was again dropping this topic into my head to talk about. So I thought, well, they're obviously trying to push me to talk about it or to give my views on it or what have you. So as well as using it for my address for that service, which I've just said about, I'm going to talk about it in this episode as well. So what I want to talk about is the word individuality. Now, before I get into what spirit were giving me about that word, let me just talk about what I what individuality means to me. And this might sound really obvious to some people, but bear with me. So being an individual might sound obvious, but it's really about being truly who you are and standing out on your own. It's about embracing your unique quirks or that character or personality. And it's about, I really dislike this term, but because it sounds a bit naff, but it's about living your true authentic life. It's being truly who you are and not feeling the need to always be part of this crowd with the need of, of fitting in. It's okay to stand out and being an individual and doing things on your terms. It's about you having and forming your own thoughts and opinions and not having to want or wanting to agree or feeling the need to agree even with other people's thoughts and views just because it might make you more popular. Do you know what I mean? So it's about truly living a, living a life where you are truly yourself and you are not comparing yourself to others, which is a very hard thing to do, but it happens. Um, and about just being who you are, be, being an individual, standing in your power and owning your power and owning who you are. And that could apply to your life in general, but also it can apply to our spiritual life as well. So if you are a, a budding medium, you're newly on your journey and development of mediumship, or whether you are an established medium, maybe you, you need to hear this as well. And it's being an individual, working how you work. I see a lot of people wanting to be part of certain crowds, certain groups, certain cliques of mediums. And I'm not interested in that. I don't need to be or want to be part of this clique where you see the same mediums going around together, almost like part of this 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 gang of mediums. I don't want to be involved in that because I am an I am an individual and I work how I work. And I also see a lot of other mediums say, I want to work like that, I want to be like them. 
no, 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 you are an individual. Don't be like another medium, be yourself. Because my belief is that spirit put us all here for a reason. No one is put on this planet by accident and no one is put on this planet as part of a group. We are put here individually. We are given our own soul, our own, our own individual soul and spirit, which is forms part of our character and personality. We are not here to be a carbon copy of anybody else. We are here to be individuals and to offer what we can individually offer because we all have unique abilities, whether you're a medium, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it might be, we all have individual skills and talents to offer individually. That's why we're here. So when I've taught students in the past, you know, mediumship, I say to people, it's okay to say, I'd like to work like that medium, or I'd like to receive information in a similar way that they do, but never say, I want to be like that medium. Because again, you are an individual. They work how they work. You work how you work. We don't want spiritual medium robots. We want people doing mediumship to be individual, delivering messages and information in their own unique way, using their own personality and character. And so never compare yourself to another medium or say you want to be like them because that's not going to do you any favours in the future. So when I was sat with spirit in meditation, asking them what they're talking about, about this word individuality and why is it important? My feeling was that it's because if you look at today's world, right, especially with social media, everything is so is far more visible. So you know what everyone's up to all of the time. And in a slight culture of everyone wanting to be like everybody else. And this is not everybody, I should say, that's quite generalistic. But there's a lot of people who want to look like that person. They want to wear those same clothes. They want what that person's got, whether it be materialistically or whatever. They want the, and it's like people are afraid of being an individual. So example for me, I don't follow trends. A lot of people do follow trends. They follow stupid things on things like TikTok and they end up, end up getting injured because they want to be part of this cool group that are doing these stupid things. And some people end up, actually some people end up dead doing these silly things because people are following these trends, wanting to be popular and wanting to be like everybody else. No, 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 no. Again, it comes back to standing in your power and being who you truly are and not needing to do certain things to fit in. Now, look, I get it because going back to my childhood, going back quite a few years now, I've got to say, you know, at school, you did want to fit in with certain groups. You did try to to, to do different things to fit into a group. Like for me, for example, I, I've never been a footballer ever all the males in my family are football supporters or players I never had that football gene but I I tried football because I wanted to fit in with a, a certain group of people I think my best friend at the time joined the football team I really wasn't into it but in order to fit in I joined a football team as part of the B team now again I, I don't know anything about football I don't even know what side the ball to kick do you know what I mean? So I didn't do it because I wanted to do it or because I thought I was good at it. But to fit in, I tried it. But then I kind of found my own path, not necessarily consciously, but I was one of those kids that always did something different. Even to this day, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the one in the family that's always done something different to everyone else. So I have kind of felt a little bit left out sometimes. But just to give you some examples, and it's not necessarily a bad thing now, but at the time... 
it was you now you, you did feel, feel a bit ostracized because you're not doing what all the popular kids are doing so when all the boys were playing with action man i was playing with barbie and i was called a girl for doing it when all the boys were playing football and rugby i was doing gymnastics and i was then called a gymnast barbie for doing it when all, all the lads were down the pub like my dad or my brother or my, my male cousins were down the pub drinking beer talking about fast cars and girls I was down the gay bar drinking vodka and performing as a drag queen and of course you get the slurs that come with that as well and then even to this day while my friends are out doing you know quite normal normal day-to-day jobs I'm sat here talking to dead people so I've always done something that's been different to everybody else right and People might say, well, that's good because you're an individual. You were doing what you were meant to do. That's true. But at the time, I felt a little bit left out because I wasn't doing the things everyone else was doing. I was was different. I felt different as a child as well. At some points, I never felt like I really did fit in. And this is not a pity party. This is just explaining how it went for me. So So some of you listening can also resonate with this and listen to what I'm about about to say next and that is when I look back at those situations you can look back at your life as well if there was if there were similar happenings in your life look at where you are now because I know looking back at those situations all of my successes in my life have come from being an individual they've not come from being having to be part of a group or conforming to this or conforming to that I most of the stuff I've done in my life have been off my own back off of my own merit and so if that's you as well, if you look back and you realise that, you know, give yourself that pat on the back to say, do you know what? I did that. I stood in my power. I owned my individuality and my uniqueness and I achieved this or I achieved that, whatever it might be, and be proud of it. And coming back to linking in with spirit when you know, the topic of individuality came in, they gave me an like an analogy to to think about, and I want to share that with you as well. Or it could just be a symbolic thing they were giving me. And what they said was, David, a round peg is meant to fit into a round hole. A square peg is meant to fit into a square hole. But as individuals, we are not meant to mould ourselves to fit into any one thing. That makes sense. We are here to embrace different aspects of ourselves to embrace who we are and so we can fit into many different situations we're not meant to squeeze ourselves into one little box and that's it no we're here to experience so again like I said earlier on no one's here by accident we're here to offer what we can offer to the world individually but also we are here to experience and to learn and to go through different things and any way we can do that is by embracing certain situations on our terms going through things by ourselves in order to learn and grow and look I know that, that there's that thing of the, the safety in numbers where you might feel more secure you know within a group of people but the way you're truly going to learn and grow as a person and as a human is to experience and embrace things individually as well. So it's really important that we that we do that as, as scary as sometimes that can be. But also an interesting thing that Spirit gave me as I was sat in meditation, again, having this conversation about individuality. And they said something a bit, might seem a bit odd, but they kept saying to me, you are two halves of one whole. You are not one half of a whole. And I sat and I thought about that and I thought, what are they getting at there? 
And I think it was just the um, validation that we don't need someone else to validate us. Because we all use that term. If you've got a partner or a husband, wife, whatever, whoever, um, I, mean, I use the term as well. I say, if I introduce my other half to someone, I say, oh, this is my other half. I don't use a, necessarily use the term, this is my boyfriend. I normally say, this is my other half. And I think we usually use that term in, in a kind of flippant way, don't we? Oh, it's my other half. We don't necessarily say it seriously, like they're another half of us. But what I think Spirit was trying to get through to me is, and I use an example for this, is that some people do see their partner as being half of them. Because when, now we hear that when someone loses a loved one, shall we say, like a, like a partner, husband, wife, whatever, you will hear, hear people say, I've lost the, I've lost the other half of me. Um, that half of me is gone. Half of me has died. When in reality, half of you hasn't died because you make you an individual. Your partner does not make you an individual. You do. So when a partner passes, we have to remember that they were also an individual. They were also another person. Neither of you made up each other's whole. And actually, that sounds quite wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it wasn't meant that way, if any dirty-minded people out there. But um, no, do you know what I mean? So that's why Spirit was saying, two, my two halves make a whole. It doesn't, it's not your partner and you which make you an individual, it's yourself. So I don't know if, if you, if people can resonate with that and understand that, but it's just remembering you are who you are. You make who you are. You ha it's your character, your personality. Your partner's personality is not part of your, they do not make up you as a whole person. So I guess that's what they were, they were saying that to me as well. And it's not you now being derogatory to our partners at all, right? Because we love them. A lot of us couldn't, you no, know, couldn't do certain things without them. I couldn't do my spiritual work without my, you know, without my partner working really hard as well. So it's not anything against our partners, but it's just to get an understanding of we, each individual, we are unique as we are. We make up who we are. That makes sense. So I just wanted to share that, um, share that as well. Now, as I'm wrapping up this episode here, I just need to be clear and say, I'm not saying you can't be part of a group or an organization or whatever to be successful. It's just about being an individual within that group and having your own views and opinions is about providing your own unique skills and talents and experience to that group of people as well. So it's about still being an individual within that kind of group setting. And just to you know, give you a personal example here, in, um, in my, an old place of work, um, where I worked for a company for 12 years, and towards the end of my career, I was um, part of the management team on, on, on a senior level, but I still had a manager which, which oversaw the entire department that I, that I worked for on a, on, a, on a European level. And although I had this manager as my direct manager. We also had a site manager for the location that I was at, which was the, the London office. And those two did not get on. They just, they didn't necessarily agree with each other's um, views on how to run the department or the office or what have you. Anyhow, um, there was a situation where we're having a, a conversation between all, all the managers and I 
happened to agree with the site manager rather than with my direct manager because I felt that her viewpoint on a certain thing uh, was 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 better than the viewpoint which my direct manager has, right? And I have every right to, to have a view and an opinion on that. And then when it came to my appraisal following this um, this conversation, my direct manager said to me, told me that I was too influenced by other people. And at that point, I said to him, at that point, I think I was 37 at that point, well, 37 or 38, and I said to him, look, I'm a 37-year-old man. I have my own views and opinions, and I'm not influenced by anybody. I'm not a 12-year-old schoolboy. Do you know what I mean? I'm an adult. And because I didn't agree with what he said... I then got a negative appraisal or a negative comment because I had agreed with someone else's opinion that I actually agreed with, but it was my own opinion. I wasn't going to be influenced by either person. I just happened to agree with what she said rather than him, and he didn't like that. And it wasn't just that. Even towards the end of my career at that company, although I was a, 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 a manager on a senior level, he would always override thoughts or um, opinions that myself and my colleague who, was, who were co-managing the, a department that would always override it and therefore our own individual views and opinions and things didn't I felt that they didn't necessarily count we didn't have the power we should have had to make certain de decisions to our department which we were running while he was sat in another office in Europe and so I got to a point where I thought I don't know I've had enough of this and I wasn't enjoying it anymore because I didn't feel like I could be an individual within that company. So um, but at the same time, I want to focus more on my spiritual work where, where I could be an individual. I could be creative and do things on my terms, which I thought would work for me. And so I left because I felt stifled and... I guess you could say at that point I was standing in my power. I didn't think about that at the time. I just thought, you know, I, I'm not doing this. I can't you know, be part of this company where I'm not passionate about it anymore because it's, it's just not, I'm not enjoying it. It doesn't resonate with me anymore as a person. I don't want to be part of this kind of team of managers who have to agree on things. And they'll say to you, no, you don't have to agree. You have your own opinion. You can but then it's always overridden by a manager, I guess, in most places, right? So, um, hasten to add, I left that company. But I just give that example just to show that how sometimes those situations can become toxic and affect who we feel we are, or can affect how we feel about ourselves and who we really are. And so then you have to make that decision. Okay, do I stay with this and become part of this group that has to agree with everything? Or... Do I choose to do something else where I can make those decisions by myself? I can be truly who I want to be and have my own thoughts and views without being shot down because that does nothing for morale at the end of the day, does it? And again, this could be a normal life or in a workspace or whatever it might be, but it's truly just owning your power. And I think or I hope that this will give you something to think about or it could simply serve as a reminder just to stand in your power, never allow another person to feel like they've got the power to take your power from you because they can't. Um, so yeah, so I feel like this is all I've got to say in this episode. So again, don't forget to stand in your power and show the world what you have to offer. So as usual, thank you very much for listening. 
I hope you have enjoyed this episode. A bit shorter than usual, but it doesn't need to be any longer than this. But again, thanks for listening and I'll speak to you all soon. Well, there you have it. That's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and you found it interesting. There are plenty more episodes to come, so stay tuned and I'll speak to you all soon.